And once the fear, that fight or flight response is gone, that's when we can plant in possibility. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening again to the Wild and Creative Podcast. Sarah Marie Thompson here, creative lifestyle expert and soul guide and the host and founder of wildandcreative.com. I am so excited that you're here and that you've been following along with me. If this is your first time here, well, welcome. And I would just love to invite you to please, of course, listen to all the podcast episodes that there are. If you can fit them into your schedule, you will learn a lot. I do a lot of different interviews with a lot of different amazing creative individuals. And I can't thank you enough for supporting this podcast as well as the people that I interview. So thank you so much. Let's dive in here with Jackie McDonald and Jackie is a speaker and an EFT practitioner for sensitive successful women. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and share this magical tool. So I would love to ask you if you would be willing to share your story of how you really got to this point. What maybe maybe tap on you know touch on like tap tap <laughs> yeah definitely maybe touch on what life was like before you even got into tapping and then what is life like now that you use tapping all the time mm-hmm. and what the heck is tapping that's what people yeah it's a good big, big question for me um, so I found EFT tapping in 2011. And I was 19 at the time. I was pregnant and I lost about five close friends and family members, mix of both that year. So it was obviously a very emotional, life-changing year for me. And after I had my daughter, um, so nine days before she was born, my best friend died. Mm -hmm. And very tragically, he was murdered. And so there was a lot of trauma and emotions that came up um, for myself and everyone else around me. And And pregnant too at the same time. (laughs) Pregnant and 19. So, you know, there's a lot of things happening there. Um, And I... after I had my daughter, I started to get all these really weird symptoms. And the doctor was like, you're just a tired new mom, like you'll get over it. They would send me for a bunch of tests, they couldn't really figure it out. And EFT literally walked into my life. So EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Techniques. And it's also known as tapping because we are tapping on certain points in the body. And a woman came over to my mom's house. She was passing through town, happened to be a friend of a friend. And she told my mom, you know, yeah, like, this is what I do. It's called emotional freedom techniques. And my mom was like, my daughter needs this. So um, I gave it a try at a two-hour session. And I, at first, I was like, I don't really know what had just happened, but I feel like a hundred pounds has been lifted off of me. And I realized that I was, uh, because of everything that had happened, I had such a fear of the future. I had a fear of letting go of control because I didn't know what was going to happen next. So many unpredictable things happened that I was living in this place of fear and EFT turned that around for me. And it helped me, um, let go of that fear of the unknown, the fear of the future, and really learn how to trust in life. And for me, um, it took me down the road of a more spiritual path. So I did my training when my daughter was just over a year old. And um, it was a nine month like intensive course. And through those nine months, I had to heal myself 
um, while learning. And it was the best thing I ever did for myself. Uh, and then from there, I created a business and took it online. Now I have a beautiful sisterhood of amazing women. I get to travel and speak and um, I get to teach people this amazing self-help tool that's literally at their fingertips that can transform any problem you really have, whether it's anxiety or fear around money or weight or relationships. Um, it really can, it can really relieve, relieve anything. So I'm excited to share it with you guys today. So I want to ask you, cause you did touch on obviously um, having a daughter. Yeah. Does, does she know the, the, how to do EFT herself? Yeah, she does. She's um, very strong-willed. <laughs> and so if I'm like, I can't tell her to do it, but she will come up to me and show me that she's doing it. It's also was really great when she was a baby, trying, like putting her to sleep at night. And I still do this. I just will tap on the points and it, cause it soothes the nervous system when you, when you're tapping. So it boom, puts a kid to sleep like so quickly. <laughs> All <the> secrets. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, okay. Where to start? So I'd love to ask you even kind of before we dive into um, the whole EFT idea, but I'd love to ask you a little bit more about you personally and your spiritual journey. So would you say that, you know, at the time that you talked about when you're friend passed away and you were almost having your child and all these things were going on for you. Would you say that that was one of your, like the biggest aha moment or the biggest turning point in your career? Would you say, even though you weren't there yet, even in the career point? Yeah, I, I think the biggest turning point for me, so after that year, um, 2015, my dad passed away. And so I had been starting my healing journey. And when he passed away, that's when uh, things kind of got very real for me because Number one, I could see the strength that I had during his time. He was sick for a while. And that because I had done so much emotional work, I was able to make the most of my time with him. And after he passed away is when I really had that like light bulb moment where I was like, I'm not wasting any more time. Mm -hmm. And a big part of my mission is to help women live a big life, whatever big means to them, but to feel safe doing it. And that was really when I started to, to take things a little more seriously and know that what I'm doing and what I have to offer is important just because it's different and sometimes weird, like telling people to tap on their face and talk about their feelings is weird. doesn't mean it's not important and profoundly helpful. And so um, 2015 was really the year that I changed everything. I um, changed my life. I changed my lifestyle. I went after what I wanted. I quit my job. I started my business full time and um, yeah, that's, it's just been catapulted from there. I love that you shared about you really being aware in the moment, you know, when your dad passed away or having that realization, mm -hmm. because it is so true, right? So much time is wasted by the roller coaster of the ups and downs and crazy emotions that people don't know how to deal with when there is a situation like that at hand, right? And when you are able to be that much more aware, or even just that much more present in those moments, not just, not just even every other day, um, it's so much more it adds value to your life, right? It's just it's so much better. So thank you for sharing that because I know that that would be an aha moment for a lot of people. And it's knowing, it's really knowing what to do because it doesn't mean I didn't have my moments of like of upset, but it's I knew what to do with the emotion instead of being overwhelmed because for a long time I struggled with anxiety and trying to put things away that instead of just feeling them. And that's really our human nature. We try to ignore things that are uncomfortable for us, but when we look at them and feel them, we're free in a moment and that's when we can show up uh, more authentically and really in our power. 
I think that a lot of my following, they, they laugh because I talk about this all the time, but I always talk about the law of control. So we are as happy as we feel in control of our life, right? And this could be you feeling down about maybe you didn't make enough money last month or maybe something's going wrong in your life or your relationships are going crazy, what have you. But how can EFT, I think you've already explained this, but I'll ask you again, how can EFT tapping really combat that whole fear aspect that we get when we, we feel totally out of control of our life mm -hmm. so I like this question um, I actually my first speech I ever did speaking was called the art of letting go because I talk about when for instance if you're in a relationship and you know you guys have separated and you know you need to let go of the other person and everyone's like telling you yeah you just need to let go you just need to move on but there's this part of you that doesn't want to <laughs> it's like yeah. I know I need to move on I know we're not going backwards I know I need to go forwards but there's still a part of me that's holding on and that's what I love about EFT is it it acknowledges the part of you in the subconscious brain that doesn't want to let go. It doesn't want to feel pain. It doesn't want to experience this right now. And as soon as you acknowledge it and say, yeah, even though I know I need to move on from this and let it go, there's a part of me that doesn't want to. And that's okay. I still accept that part of me. And what happens is the tension that we feel or the pressure that we put on ourselves dissipates because it goes, gives you permission to be a human and be like, oh, this is normal. I'm not bad or weird or far behind. I'm just a human being having a human experience. So EFT is really an interrupter when we're having that spiraling thought process of I'm not good enough, whatever. I'm, I should be farther along. I screwed this up. It interrupts it and resets. So it, you know, we think we need to think affirmations and positive thoughts. EFT is the introduction to get you there. So we'll, sh we'll show you guys that in the tapping um, afterwards, but we call it bridging the gap in EFT. It's getting from where you are to where you want to go and taking the incremental steps to get there instead of just jumping because it like, our subconscious can't always jump that far, but we can take right. these little steps where we're like, oh, that's believable to me now. So obviously EFT is the biggest tool in your metaphysical toolbox, I'm assuming. Um, but it's funny, like for me, I've been using EFT for years, but I seem to use it, you know, once every few months, like it comes up and then I'll use it consecutively for 10 days and I'll kind of get through something and then I'll kind of forget about it again, or I'll use another tool or modality, that kind of thing. Um, do you use it every day and would you suggest to people using it consistently or is it okay that they just use it as, as something kind of comes up for them? Yeah, I like to use it um, with my morning practice because I do EFT in maybe a bit of a different way than is taught on YouTube or on in books. I look at it as a way to tap into my soul. And so lots of people do this with writing as well, like what's really on my heart right now, mm -hmm. because I'm a verbal processor. And most of the women I work with are the same way. They, they find clarity through conversation. And we can't always be chatting with our girlfriends all the time. So I do like to use EFT every morning. I use it with a mirror. So I sit down and like kind of have a soul chat with myself. And I say, you know, even though I'm feeling this doubt or worry or insecurity, I accept myself anyway. And then I tap through like what is coming up for me. Like I'm frustrated or I'm worried about this or that, the other thing. And the, the cool thing is, is when I say it out loud and I hear myself, my brain comes in with a reframe. Oh, well, you don't have to worry about that because of this. Right. So it is a powerful tool. Um, I also work with my own practitioner. I do it twice a month. And it just gets you into this deeper state like nothing else for me personally. And, um, and it's also something that is great if you're feeling overwhelmed in the moment. So you can do it anywhere. You can do it if you're in Costco and you're feeling overwhelmed. Like <laughs> you can 
you can I can teach you the finger finger tapping points. So there's no right or wrong way. You could do it every day and have obviously you're gonna have amazing results, or you could do it once a month or whenever it comes up. Um, but yeah, it's something just to have in your toolbox for sure. So my another question for you is that. I know EFT that the best time to do it is when I'm feeling emotionally charged. Would you say that that's correct? Or can you really do EFT when you're feeling okay too? Like does that, does it still have the results? I would, I would recommend doing it when you're not emotionally charged even. Um, Yeah. I mean, when you're, when you are emotionally charged, it's great, but I, it's like a preventative thing, right? Like if you're practicing it more consistently, especially if you're someone that does struggle with anxiety, if you're like, jumping at, into it to just try and fix you in the moment it it's like uh, you're in the hurricane already you know like <laughs> so if you're going somewhere say uh you're going to a live event and you love live events but you know you're kind of get anxious at them tap beforehand so it's like you know even though i'm feeling some anxiety coming up acknowledging it um and then it will prevent it. So when you're there, you're feeling grounded. You can feel, okay, I can connect to my inner wisdom. I can connect to my inner voice. It just, it'll just help you ground and, um, and deep, deepen into that soulful part of you. So you don't feel so out of control or alone or disconnected. Love that. Good point. I mean, I always kind of just thought that I, you know, when something comes up and it's like a little bit heavy, more heavy emotionally, that's a really good reminder for me to do that. But you, what you've said really makes sense though too. It's like, why even get to that place? right? Mm-hmm. Just do it beforehand. <laughs> yeah, totally. I feel like you're someone who definitely like, you know, dives into the magic of life and, you know, really embraces it. What does that really look like for you on the, on a day to day? It's funny. I call it living big. So living magical, living big to me means being really brave and doing things that your soul is calling you to do. And you're not like, well, I don't have all the pieces in place, or I don't know how it's going to work out. That's what living a magical or living a big life to me is, is, is uh, following those soul nudges before you can see the whole path ahead of you. And that's really what I've done. Um, set some intentions and have no clue how they're going to come about. And in the past year, my, like my business blew up, I get paid to speak and travel. And I had all these things set as an intention a few years ago, I didn't know how they would happen. But I just kept following those little nudges every day and investing in things before I had the money or showing up to places just because I felt like I needed to be there. So living a magical life is really all about trusting um, and building, testing your faith to strengthen your faith, I guess, to me. Doing things that you're like, this is uncomfortable, but your faith always strengthens from that and you always end up being supported in ways you wouldn't have ever dreamt of. So I guess that's what I mean. Yeah, always being guided by your heart first. It's such a, a good reminder. And I'd love to ask you too, if you're willing to share, how has, since you've grown your business in the last year, how has EFT tapping helped you with the whole financial aspect of your business and really that kind of growth? Oh, that's a good question. One thing actually that I have tapped into um, is something called the spirit of money. So EFT, I when we when I do EFT, I talk, I we tap on parts of ourselves. So the younger part of ourselves or this part of us that's afraid that the money won't show up or whatever. And through doing that, I have developed something called the spirit of money. And so I help people um, look at their relationship with money in a more intimate way. So I say like, if, if money was a 
relationship in your life. It was money was your best friend and you weren't talking to it or you weren't looking at it or you were ignoring it, you probably wouldn't have a very good relationship. So I've used EFT to help people um, deepen their relationship with money, deepen my own relationship with money. And it gets into childhood stuff, right? Like anything with money or belief systems, it all goes back to our childhood. So EFT comes up in my business every single day, even if it's just something as simple as hopping on Facebook Live. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I can do it. I use EFT. And the cool thing is, is EFT doesn't always have to be releasing negative beliefs. It can also be empowering positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. So tapping in, like, I am powerful. I know I've got this. This is my soul's work. I'm ready to be seen. I'm ready to show up. Um, it convinces your body and your mind that you are friggin' powerful. Yeah. And I, it's just like you can use it in anything. When money situation comes up, when um, you're feeling resistant around moving forward, um, when you want to hop on a Facebook Live and you're afraid, anything, uh, EFT is just my go-to to tap into me, really. I mean, I know that we can use EFT for absolutely anything, any kind of situation, mm-hmm. but I feel like, you know, if you go on a YouTube and that kind of thing and you see all the different EFT videos, so many of them around tapping around money because there are so many hangups that people have around it. So much emotion is, is tied around their financial situation. Um, what do you find is the most common when it comes to women entrepreneurs and, and finances and not being able to move forward? It's the lack of faith. It's like over and over again that what if I what if I fail? What if I'm not supported? Um, and also lately, I've been working with this a lot. Is the, the feeling like they need to prove themselves to somebody, mm. and um, the judgment of themselves and others, I, especially as an entrepreneur, it's like oh, I'm doing something differently. I'm taking a risk. I need to prove that I'm successful. Mm-hmm. And so healing that relationship um, with whoever they're trying to prove themselves to in their life all ties into around money. And when it comes down to it, that distracts us from why we started in the first place. What we are doing isn't for money. It's to help people. And we know the more people we serve, the more money we, re- we receive. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, money and faith. And taking those steps before you see the full path in front of you. One of my favorite quotes is, it's not until looking back that all the dots connect. And so that's usually what comes up. <laughs> you know, you'll never really understand why you went through all this shit until, until you kind of get to the end and you can look back and say, oh, like, these were the stepping stones that I got here. Thank um, you. Yeah. As you were saying that, it reminded me of even my path and my um, kind of financial mindset hurdles and that kind of thing. And for me, it wasn't necessarily a judgment of other people. It was more so I was holding this huge judgment of myself to prove something for myself. And I think that that can even be a bigger burden sometimes than doing it for others, right? I mean, we have such high hopes for ourselves, and we have such um, many, you know, if you're that goal setter, like, you know, that's a heavy load. (laughs) Well, it's like, we're always setting the bar a little higher for ourselves. Even if we reach it, we put it higher. Well, now I need to do this. So yeah, yeah, I definitely resonate with that. And and it's really the act of acknowledgement. I like doing, I like incorporating that with EFT because 
we easily can acknowledge other people, but we don't easily acknowledge ourselves. Mm -hmm. And when we start to just take a look at, yeah, I have done a lot of amazing things and I am figuring this out. And yeah, things did work out. It just builds that belief, the belief and faith that, that awakens what I like to think of EFT is it awakens the unstoppable power within you. Um, that force that's within you that you can, that drives you forward and brings you what you want really. Love it. I love how we're talking about like really deep subjects, but the answer to what we're also talking about is also so simple. So I'm excited to get into it. Mm -hmm. And I guess before we start, I'd love to just kind of get you to touch a little bit more about what EFT um, tapping is. So um, there are meridian, meridian areas that run all the way around our body, right? And much like in acupuncture, it's doing something similar, right? Can you kind of just shed a little bit of light on, on what the similarities are? Yeah, we're, so we're stimulating, we're stimulating meridian pathways, so we're clearing out energy blockages in, think of it as a highway, right, like an energy highway in our body, and when we tap, we're actually like clearing out stagnant energy um, that's just stuck, like we're just stuck energy. Um, so when we're actually physically tapping, we're clearing those meridians, but we're also uh, when we're tapping, we're soothing the part of our brain called the amygdala, which most of pe most people know about. The amygdala, um, it's in charge of the fight, flight, freeze response. So the cool thing about tapping is if, for instance, we have a fear of flying, we think about flying, our amygdala starts going off. We start thinking scary thoughts and our heart starts to race. And when we tap, we're neutralizing that feeling. So we're, it's like canceling out that feeling. And... Um, when I tap with someone, say there was a 10 of a fear of flying at the beginning. After one round, they're like, now I'm a seven. Another round, now I'm a four. Okay, now I'm a three. Now it's gone. And it's just this really cool way of connecting the mind and the body and showing you how it works in the moment. Um, I don't know if you've, have you ever seen the emotional scale? Yes. Yeah. So it's like we want to feel the top half emotions, but we're right here in the bottom half. We're in fear, worry, boredom, anxiety. And EFT is like the walkway to get up to the, the next level of emotion. Then we can feel possibility. Then we can feel excitement. I would say almost every healing modality that there is in life, mm -hmm. it all is about bringing it back to neutrality. And healing modalities, I'll bring it back to that. And which makes total sense. So I'll just kind of um, even go a little bit further for people that are listening. You know, when we're vibrating at that place of at least neutrality, if not higher on the emotional scale, something more positive, boomeranging that energy out to the universe, which is going to come back to you as more as what you're feeling. So, you know, at least if you can get to neutral, that's just still a really, really good place. It's much better than anything below on the, on the emotional scale, right? Just a side note, Jackie is going to be taking us through an EFT session, just a little bit of an example, and she would love for us to kind of close our eyes and that kind of thing. So if you are driving right now or doing something like you were at work or what have you, and you are not able to close your eyes and really get zenned out for a moment, please pause this podcast episode so that you can come back to it later because we don't want you falling asleep at the wheel. So yes, let's start. I'm so excited. So what are you going to be sharing with us exactly about EFT today? Well, I thought we could do tapping on an emotional reset. So um, I shared this yesterday. If, you know, if we get halfway through our day 
and we're like, oh, I didn't get enough things done or I've done too much today. So either I haven't done enough or I've done too much. Maybe your head is buzzing, you're feeling a little all over the place and scattered and you need to reset. So I was thinking it'd be cool to do some tapping on that to emotional reset and then a refocus. Once we reset, we can refocus on how do I want to feel and picking a word. Maybe I'm really liking the word excitement right now because I can feel my vibration rise, but letting everyone pick a word, whatever that means to them. And okay. How's that? How's that sound? Awesome. I will follow along as okay. I hope everybody else will too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So if, yeah, if you haven't done this before, just go with it. Um, and you know, it might feel weird because you're tapping on your face or whatever, but if you're in a private spot, it's best. And just notice what surfaces while we tap. Lots of times people are like, I don't even know what you said, but my mind went all these other places and take note where your mind goes. Cause that's often what's lingering. There's little nuggets in there from our subconscious. So don't worry. There's no right or wrong way. You can just follow along. All right. So to get started, I get everyone to just close their eyes for a moment and just start by taking a comfortable breath and starting to feel into your day, slowing down and just letting go of anything you were doing before this. Just imagine yourself sweeping it to the side for a moment and leaving it there, knowing that it will be there for you when you return. And with another comfortable breath, just visualizing, sweeping aside anything you'll go to after this. Now you have this beautiful space just for you to reconnect, to reset and to refocus for that deeper and wiser part of you. With yourself in this nice spacious area, I want you to just tune into your body. Notice if you're holding on to any tension or worry, any fatigue or overwhelm be any buzzing or busy feelings. Just want you to figure out what's the main emotion right now and where you feel it in your body. Once you have an awareness of that, you can give that emotion or feeling a number on a scale of zero to 10. 10 meaning it's a pretty strong emotion. It's as strong as it can get and zero meaning there's nothing there. And Sarah, as a demonstration, I'll just see if there's anything that came up for you. Um, well, as I was thinking about my day and things that I have done or haven't done, that kind of thing, the first thing that popped up for me was actually judgment. And I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> right? But that's, that was the first emotion that, I, that came up for me, for sure. <laughs> so hanging on to some judgment in your chest around what you did or didn't do. Yes. Okay. And was there any other thoughts that came up? Like, oh, I'm... I don't know, I'm far behind or whatever it is. Yeah, it was like, I got a lot done, but I feel like I didn't do the right things today. Mm, okay. All right. And then what number would you give that judgment a scale of zero to 10? Probably a four or five. Okay. So it's just a little bit there. Okay, cool. So this is just for everyone to know, this is how easy tapping can be. I'm just tuning in with yourself and asking yourself the question, how do I feel right now? What's on top of, what's on the top of my mind? And writing down, so like judgment and giving it a number, simple as that.
and then asking, you know, why do I feel this judgment? Like I said, what thoughts were coming around? Oh, maybe I didn't do the right things. So there's maybe some doubt in there. So just noticing what thoughts are coming down and just writing them down. That's, that's your gold. That's all you tap on. People often ask, how do you know what to say when you tap? You just write down how you feel. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Yeah. So we'll get, we'll get started. So the first point is on the karate chop point. And before we go, before I say all the words, um, I'll just show you guys. So the first point's on the side of the hand. You're just tapping on the side of the hand. And then we go to the top of the head. And everyone does it differently. We tap on the top of the head. And then you tap where your eyebrows begin. And you follow your eyebrows to the side of your eye. And then underneath your eye. And then underneath your nose, underneath your mouth, and then the collarbone points, right where your collarbones meet, just underneath. And then um, I do right underneath your bra strap. So right where your bra ends, you're tapping on those points. These are the spleen and liver meridians. And then right underneath your chest, underneath your bra again. And then the last point is you're tapping your wrists together. This is a really good grief meridian. Um, yawning is a great sign, so don't feel like it's rude to yawn. Yawn all you want. <laughs> um, deep breaths. Sometimes we have tears, uh, coughing, all that's normal. So it's just your body just like permission to let go. Nice. Okay. All right. So we'll start by tapping on the side of the hand. And what you'll do is just repeat after me. Okay. And say, um, even though... Even though I um, might not have got everything done today. Even though I might not have got everything done today. That I wanted to do. That I wanted to do. I choose to accept myself anyway. I choose to accept myself anyway. Good job. So tapping on the side of the hand will say, even though I might be judging myself. Even though I might be judging myself. For what I did or didn't do. For what I did or didn't do. I accept myself anyway. I accept myself anyway. Even though I have been um, busy today. Even though I've been busy today. I give myself permission time. I give by myself permission time. To rest right now. To rest right now. All right. We're going to the top of the head and say all the things I did or didn't do. All the things I did or didn't do. Eyebrow point. This, any feelings like I'm far behind. Any feelings that I'm far behind. Side of the eye. I wonder if I did the right things. I wonder if I did the right things. Underneath the eye. Um, any fear or worry or doubt. Any fear or worry or doubt. Underneath the nose that I'm holding on to right now. That I'm holding on to right now. Underneath the mouth. I give myself permission to release it. I give myself permission to release it. Collarbone point. Any thoughts like I'm so far behind? Any thoughts such as I'm so far behind? <laughs> Underneath the chest. I'm so busy I can't keep up. I'm so busy I can't keep up. Underneath the chest. Any pressure that I've been putting on myself? Any pressure that I'm putting on myself? Wrist point. To be or do more? To be or do more. Near the top of the head, say, I give myself permission now. I give myself permission now. Eyebrow point to let some of this pressure go. To let some of this pressure go. Side of the eye, but there's so many things that need to get done. But there's so many things that need to get done. 
underneath the eye. There's so many demands on my time. There's so many demands on my time. Underneath the nose. I'm already far behind. I'm already far behind. Underneath the mouth. I don't have time to slow down. I don't have time to slow down. Collarbone point. Any resistance that I'm holding on to right now. Any resistance that I'm holding on to right now. Underneath the arms. In my body or in my mind. In my body or in my mind. Any underneath the chest, any judgment or comparison I may have. Any judgment or comparison that I may have. Wrist point on myself or others. On myself or others. Top of the head, I give myself permission to let it go. I give myself permission to let it go. Eyebrow point, I acknowledge that I have been doing the best that I can. I acknowledge that I've been doing the best that I can. Side of the eye, I choose to be more compassionate with myself right now. I choose to be more compassionate with myself right now. Underneath the eye, I choose to acknowledge all that I have done today. I choose to acknowledge all that I have done today. Underneath the nose and allow that to be enough. And allow that to be enough. Okay, so take a comfortable breath. And how's your chest feeling? My chest feels much lighter. If I took that emotion and gave it a number, it would be a one, maybe a two, but, but definitely gone down for sure. Beautiful. Did you have any mindset shifts while that we were tapping? Yeah, even just some of the phrases that you used, um, such as, gosh, I can't even remember them right now. Um, some of them just about... Having more compassion. Yeah, exactly. That was a really, really good one, actually. And um, yeah, it just kind of puts into perspective, like, why, why? You know what I mean? Like, why, why would you ever have that kind of judgment, right? Because I am a believer as well, that, you know, everything happens for a reason, and I'll get done exactly what I need to get done. And I have to honor my emotions and feelings as well, right, throughout the day. But you still have that annoying judgment pop in from your ego. <laughs> totally. It allows us to find our flow, right, when we acknowledge that, um, that, like, yeah, maybe I have been judging myself, but I can choose to have compassion now. It's like, oh, okay, so I can let this judgment go. And, right, that's right, I can be compassionate with myself. And then that gets our brain looking like, oh, yeah, what would compassion look like towards myself right now? it's it's so interesting because you know if someone came up to you and I mean most of us are very compassionate people that are listening um if someone came up to you and said like I just like didn't get this stuff done and like I feel so shitty about myself and like you would be compassionate to them and you'd be like don't worry like you can get that done tomorrow like what's like don't even worry about it right but again yourself for some reason you allow that kind of more harder judgmental edge to seep in right so and it shows our beliefs in our natural ability to go to scarcity versus abundance, right? Like, well, I don't have time to slow down. Like, I need to show that I'm working hard. Mm -hmm. And we're literally, like, re rewiring our brain to say that, oh, like, I can be myself and make money or I can be myself and be a good mom. Like, I don't need to push and force and prove myself all the time. And this is, I feel like a consciously, a lot of us are shifting this from like, okay, that's the old way of doing things. Like, I have a belief in abundance. And I know that there's always enough to go around and that who I am and what I'm doing is enough. And once we start to believe that, boom, we start to experience it. So it's mm -hmm. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing. And, um, you know, so what is kind of the 
the framework of the EFT tapping script, I should say, that you could kind of share with those that are wanting to progress a little bit more with their with their EFT skills? Is there like a certain script that you need to do? Is there a little bit of a brain dump and then a more positive script or how does that yeah. work? Yeah. So how I like to explain it, I have actually a really great workshop um, that's really affordable that I break this down, but I'll try and break it down here. So with the numbers are really important right now, you're at a one and this is where you could start to tap in affirmations. So, but how this works is the numbers can are your guide. So say scale of zero to 10, I have um, overwhelm of a 10 right now. Write down all the reasons you're overwhelmed. That's what you're going to tap on. And you always start with, even though I feel this way, I accept myself anyway. Okay. Even though I feel overwhelmed, I accept myself anyway. That's it's all you have to say. Even though I feel overwhelmed, I accept myself anyway. Then when you tap, I want you to read out all the things you're overwhelmed about. I'm overwhelmed because um, I didn't get that done today or I didn't reply to that person or there's just too many things on my plate and that's what you tap on if you're between the numbers 10 and a 7 so that's okay. what we call like the venting stage okay well that stage we just need to let shit out <laughs> and okay. vent it out okay. when you're between like a 6 and a 4 that's when you're like yeah yeah I still feel a bit of overwhelm but I'm I'm like open to letting it go and that's when you know when to use the words, I'm, I give myself permission to release this. Mm -hmm. So seven to 10 is venting, six to four is permission, letting go stage. So even though I feel overwhelmed, I give myself permission to release it. Even though I feel overwhelmed, I'm ready to let this go now. Um, those are the words you wanna use. Or even though I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm open to seeing it differently. Cause that's the stage your brain is at, it's telling you. Then if you're between a three and a zero, you're like, oh, I've let this go. Like I'm choosing to move past this. I'm choosing to move forward. I'm choosing to tap into my power. I'm choosing to, to choose differently. Uh, this is when you can use affirmations. Like I, I do have this. I take my power back now. Whatever the affirmations are, that's what you tap in on the um, three to zero. So it would sound like even though I was overwhelmed before, I choose to feel empowered instead. So it's already moving. It's already moving out. Like you're, that's the way yeah. that you're talking about it. Okay. Yeah. And you'll really feel it. Like those words will resonate with you more when you're, when you're at a three, three to zero, you're like, yeah, yeah. Like I believe what I'm saying right now. Mm -hmm. Um, because if we jump from like, if say you're at a 10 and you're like, even though I'm overwhelmed, I choose to let it go. You're like, I don't choose to let it go. I'm freaking overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of the framework that I use. So that's how I know what to say. Okay. Or like I'm a four. I know, okay, she's ready to let it go. She feels it, but she's moving through it. If you're like at a 10, I know that we just need to vent and you need to tell me all the reasons why you feel this way. And so if you're Sorry, so from the, the 7 to the 10, that's when you really do that whole, I'm just karate chop point, kind of venting period where... I'm tapping you know, through the points. Yeah. Right, and you're going down, you're going deep, like, you're yeah. going dark, and yeah, then you yeah. can really shift it. Okay, then you can shift it again after you take a breath and kind of, yeah. 
And it's important to know some people are like, I don't want to say that. Like these things sound bad. Like I don't want to say these things. But the truth is, is it's like saying it's raining outside. Like maybe it's shitty that it's raining outside, but that's what's happening right now. Right. And when you tap, it literally gets it out of your subconscious and your body. So we're not sweeping it under the rug. We're releasing it. And I always say release to receive. Once you release it, then you can receive new ideas, more money, more opportunities because you have the capacity to do it now. Like cleaning out your closet. You're literally fun, you're functioning your head yes. uh, so when it comes to people that have had say psd for years or folks that have been dealing with a trauma for i don't know wh whether it's been for 25 years or 30 years or even a, a year um is it easy is it just as easy to release their emotions with eft yeah it's definitely, I mean, if anyone's watched the documentary on it, you can see veterans that have PTSD that couldn't, the sound of a helicopter would trigger them. Mm -hmm. At the end of the movie, they were flying in helicopters. They were fine. Um, I will say if you have trauma like that, which all of us have some form of trauma, <laughs> um, then definitely whether you have trauma or not working with a practitioner is going to help you feel safer and more confident and train you to know what to do if you're feeling triggered. But at any time you can tap. So um, I also do something called matrix reimprinting and it's a form of tapping meditation mm. where we work specifically on trauma. And I also use it for future creation manifesting. And the tapping points for that is just on the side of your nail bed. So you just tap along the side of your nail bed. And you just go back and forth through all these points. That's kind of fun. <laughs> and it's great. Like if people have anxiety driving or in traffic and um, it's just really effective and, and just like focusing like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling a headache come on or I'm just, I can't handle this right now. Um, and tapping on those points does the same. So it seems that there's obviously tapping points from our head down to our stomach area pretty much. Are there mm -hmm. also tapping points like on your legs that are just not really used often or is it basically just from kind of the stomach up? I believe there's some on the feet as well. I don't know them specifically, but I know people who do, ac do acupressure um, right. points in the feet. Because right. the meridians are like a highway from our feet. They go all the way up and around the circuit down. So I've, I've got, um, acupuncture like a few, many, many times before, not recently in the past couple of years though, but I remember, you know, getting that needle right at the right spot in your yeah. shin and you get like that zing and it goes up your whole body and you're like, ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. right. But it's, it's so interesting to, um, you know, really dive into all these different healing techniques, therapies, if you will, and find something that's really good for you, right? Maybe tapping is not your thing. Maybe it is somebody else's thing. And then you could also shed light on, on that for other people, right? So it's so important to talk about different things that can help other people get through emotional burdens. And it's funny because we were talking about um, PST and, you know, PST doesn't even have to be something horrific in people's mm -hmm. lives. Like it's very interesting how um, different people hold on to different things um, in a negative way, right? And they can be, you know, not, not as bad or, or something that's, that's, yeah, it can be a two-year-old getting her teddy, wear, teddy bear taken away from her and given to someone else at a young age, and it creates attachment issues. Like, it can, it's so interesting because people often say, well, I don't know what my issue is, and or they don't feel comfortable going there, and EFT is a beautiful way of taking you there when you're ready. Your subconscious brain won't reveal it to you until you're ready, and not re-traumatizing you. Because <laughs> so, lots of times, talk therapy, you can 
talk about something and you leave and you're all wound up and more upset than you when you got there and because EFT is working with the nervous system it can it, it actually helps us feel better and we don't get triggered by things the same way mm -hmm. and um yeah it's, it's just so powerful especially if you look into matrix re-imprinting it's just like takes this to the next level would you say that with EFT, it is less likely for people to feel those same exact emotions um, heightened again, like with realizing oh, yeah. them, like it, it probably isn't that they're going to, you know, have that same exact issue again. Totally. And it's almost like a ladder, right? Like, okay, yeah, maybe I did get triggered, but it wasn't as bad. Right. And then more tapping. Oh, I got a little triggered, but not as much. And then, oh, completely the trigger is gone. Because there's different aspects to the like table legs to an issue. Right. It's a bigger trauma. Um, and that's what in EFT, we just sort of take down all those aspects. So I found this for myself personally, like just being in public places. I used to get anxiety, like almost claustrophobia anxiety. And then it went from like not as bad to oh, it's there, but I know what to do with it, to, oh, yeah, it's completely gone, or it comes up and leaves right away. So thanks again for joining me on this podcast episode. I hope you had a really good time. If this is something that you really enjoyed or even feel like one of your friends or family members would really enjoy, I invite you to share it with them. If you would like to come visit me on Instagram or Facebook, my handle on both are wild and creative, and I'd love to see you. So come talk to me there. Tell me all about what you learned or what some aha moments were from this podcast episode, and I would be so grateful because I love hearing back from you and seeing what else you're interested in learning about. So I'll talk to you soon. Bye.